What's up, what's up, y'all? I'm your host with the most so have a toastless leader, Johnson, and we are here at a breaking file leader sports segment. Um, Alfonso Cocu, 2024 defense alignments committed to Villanova, one of their top targets. A man and more now, I'm telling you, they're trying to build the defensive line. Like I said in my last uh, football Villanova podcast, mm-hmm. these boys is, listen, it's um, Penny Packer's doing it, man. He's He's been doing it. Ross has been one of the best. And it's just been a good job at recruiting people. And what he's trying to do is keep them stacked more and more. Through the last three classes, it just looked like really since getting Aiden Howard to commit in that class, it was like it's since it's been a lot, a lot of talent they've been finding and stacking toward their line. Some good talent. Like it's going to be a couple of stars. There's so many guys from Aiden Howard to Jay Green, Dobina, that can be good players. And, um, we're going to definitely see what this Villanova team is made of. It's a lot more opportunities, XFL and USFL, for people to play football. And Villanova has people in the XFL. You can definitely make money playing football, playing for Villanova. This is no joke. I mean, it's good players coming out of there every year, and it's better players. Um, Jalen Jackson is going to return. He is. I got that news. Um, Jalen Jackson will be returning to Villanova. Big news. Huge news. Um, Jalen Jackson, since he was recruited, has been one of those superstar type of backs. You know, um, he has the talent to be that. And he's always been one of the most effective FCS weapons. You can see. I mean, you can catch the ball. He can run. He can be one of the guys that can return the ball. I don't know why I don't even have him do that. I mean, he's just one of those guys that can do everything with the ball in his hands. And I'm really pushing for him, just like Justin Covington. This is guys like Shanga Hodge that play for Villanova. He's one of my guys, man. Very talented. And it's a huge year for him. Um, getting healthy. So many running backs. Back there, TD, Eo Durajahi, who's a track star even. Just, I mean, coming from Damascus, man, I just – and then you still got D. Will Barley. You still got Eli Smith. You still got a very good running back room. They keep a good running back room, and they, they got better and better at doing it. So this is going to be a real good team this year and next year. So um, Alfonso Cuckoo joins um, certain guys like Aiden Howard, Jay Green, Garrett Zobel, um, what time he plays, though, Garazobo will probably be out of here. I mean, one of the best. I think another guy that you need to look at, Garazobo, is a very effective defensive tackle. Been that since high school, and he lived up to his billing. Um, always was a big fan of Jared Nelson. Good defensive line. But now you got guys now with Aiden Howard and C.J. Presley. And, you know, you got different type of monsters, different type of strength on this line. And Koku adds to that. Obina is another guy. You know, um, if anybody sees me messing up these names, correct me. But Obina is another guy that I feel like I can't wait to see him on the field. It was good to see now the next level of talent. Cam Gagnon is a guy they got a transfer. You add more to this team, and now you're getting people to commit. So this is big. So that's three commits right there. You got a. Alfonso Koku, you got um, Ratu Novati, 
Rachel Delano Novati, a guy that came from the New York prospect, another defensive lineman, and then you get Anthony Hawkins. So they're getting defensive commits. They're definitely getting defensive commits for this class. And you have two other guys. Uh, Dylan Mills is is uh, visiting tomorrow, and I talked to him, and he was like, you know, um, he definitely wants to commit before his senior season. And so these visits he's going on, along with the Villanova, is going to decide, you know, really determine on when he's going to commit. And um, he has a great relationship with Chris Bowden. So that's one I think would be Villanova. And then you got Chase Reagan. Chase Reagan, the 2024 safety that says Villanova is his top school. And he could commit this month. So that's two commits. One's offensive to getting some defensive guys. Villanova's about to start getting some guys committing, you know. Um, there's other guys out there, other offers, you know, that are going to be put out there. So just be looking for Villanova to give some offers too. Um, you look at Ethan Long, who was a 2025 uh, target, but now he's starting to get offers for people like Michigan. So watch out for that one, you know. I mean, Villanova gives offers to people like when they gave an offer to Tyler Elson. Elson loved Villanova. If it wasn't for Penn State coming in, Elson would have been a Villanova Wildcat. But, you know, Penn State made the move. I mean, that's a dream when you're in PA and Penn State offers you. I don't care where you're at. I don't care if you're in Temple, whatever. If Penn State come offer you, that's it. You have you have just lost. And I don't care if you're Temple and Penn State comes to Temple, comes to Nova comes anywhere that is the top listen the only people that can, com- can compete with Penn State and in recruiting is Pittsburgh and the PA that's it and Pittsburgh is not going they have a chance to win they have a chance they was going after Micah Parsons you know they was going after guys that you know um Penn State had in state. They were going after them, but you're just not going. It's real hard to win, you know, when you go to a school like Penn State and, and the recognition. But, you know, things are different now in, in sports. Um, they're different. The transfer portal made things so, so different. The only thing that would be more pandemonium and still fun to me if they took the when you had to leave for the NFL draft out, if you could leave as out of high school or if you could leave, just think of that. If you could leave out of high school, if you could leave after your first year of college and, and in football, that would be crazy. That would be bananas, insane. You know, think about that. If they did that to football, wow. Because that's how it starts. It starts there too. When people gonna think gonna be NFL prospects, it's just so many, so many more positions and so, so many more people on NFL teams. So, so more, so much more um, draft rounds. So it's just. And then if you look at the NBA, how they get on that point is they got the G League. They got. They got the NBL. They got other overseas options after that, which is like the XFL. The overseas options is like the SFL and the USFL, you know. But it's not like a semi-pro or a minor league where you can sit back and you can play football and get ready to move up. What if the NFL got like that? That would be crazy. But practice squads, 
they make things possible. They really do. The, the, those that's the minor leagues for NFL. If you can make a practice squad, one of the ten guys on practice squad, you're gonna get a contract. You're gonna get money just to be there. That that's the minor league for NFL practice squad. You know, so um. Looking at this basketball team, I mean, I put out my scoring averages. You know, I Lance Ware, 8 to 11. You know, uh, I looked at Tyler, Moore, Tyler Burton and Justin Moore, 14 to 19 or 14 to 18. I would say, you know, and I'm saying this is the ranges, not saying that everybody will meet those low ranges. I mean, I might be a little, if you looked at it, my, my guy of full 40, he, he, he put up the numbers 96 to 125. At the highest, these guys can score 125. That'll be crazy. They, if they start scoring like that, that's whew, that's not only a championship. That is a different team because Nova's also going to have defense with these guys. But um, if you look at that, the 96 points a game, and you can go from 90 to 96, you know, maybe if those – I'm just looking at an average. If you look at Lance Ware, 8 to 11, he can score eight points a game. I think he'll still score uh, average 11 rebounds, 10, 11 rebounds. I think it's not going to be too many people that can jump around the, the, the court like him and then get two blocks. I just think that that's where I'm going with it. I think he's that good. Get you a steal a game. He's that good. You need your five. And um, I saw John Francis, um Field the 68 podcast, and, you know, I was saying about the Mark Armstrong. There's no way you put Justin Moore at point guard, man. It's just you taking everything away from who he is. You know, if you have to, you have to. But if you if you have a point, that's only because you don't have a point guard. Last year that was going to happen. There wasn't a point guard. You know, he was a freshman, so I understood, okay, you got a senior. You know, you got two guys who can leave this year been playing for a minute, put him there, got the experience, but you mean to tell me you're going to put, no, but it's uh, the team, if you're looking at it, it's just so many different, I put up the lineups too, that can be had, uh, lineups that Villanova could put on the floor, those are the options, there's no level of failure now. Like, you got the length, you got the size, you got the shooting, you got a point guard, you got a center, you got the, uh, uh, you got scorers, you got killers. You got killers. And he said 12 and 4. I said 10 and 11 because, you know, and, and it could be 12, but I'm saying that, you know, Burton and Moore are going to be those guys. And then you're going to have so many other guys scoring like Bamba and, and Hakeem Hart. And then, you know, that'll really go in between, you know, looking at the scoring average. This is what these guys can all do. This is not far-fetched either. They've really loaded up their team. And they, all these guys can score. I don't you look at 96, it's like, yeah, that's exactly where Nova is. <laughs> like, that's where they're at. You're going to have to have a scoring team. Eric Dixon is not a joke. Eric Dixon is no joke. I mean, people are going to have to sacrifice the ball, though. So that's the highest average they'll get to. That's just a prediction of how 
they score solely what they could do. That that's not saying that okay, Tyler Burton and Moore score what nineteen apiece. No, one could score fourteen and one could score sixteen. I or one could score. Well, I think Burton and Moore are going to be right in between that mark. I think I, I don't I don't see. But there's a possibility Burton scores 13 and then Moore scoring 16, but they're still the most dangerous scores in there. But you might have uh, Bomber scoring 12. Maybe he'll he'll get a little higher. You know, you just gotta you're looking at the ranges of scoring. Those are all the ranges. These are the possibilities. The the hype part, the part that's exciting is looking at the possibilities, like. This is the low possibility. Like Lance Ware is nowhere he's scoring below eight. You know, but their eight is gonna be at sixty percent from the field. You know, it's just the point that they have other scores, but he can still score ten points a game and and, and everybody else do what they do and maybe somebody else. I, I don't think nobody else is in danger of scoring a single digit but him, but it could be like that. Maybe Hakeem Hart scores nine a game, eight a game. But he's shooting 45% from the field, and he's shooting 40% from the three. And he's showing he can pass the basketball and rebound. He's had big games. It's not saying he's not going to score. It's just that the ball going around. That can happen in the – and if you look at the scores, what if Mark Armstrong scores nine points a game and Hakeem Hart and Bamba score double – even though Armstrong – shooting 38%, 39% from three, and shooting 47% from the field, and shooting 85% from the free throw line, and getting you four or five assists, but he's getting you eight or nine points. That's because he's sharing the ball among everybody else. You got Hart, you got Bamba. You know, maybe Lance Ware does get 12 points and 10 rebounds this year, or maybe he gets 12 and eight and give you 1.5 blocks. Either way, everybody, these guys I'm talking about, these seven that seven that Hart and Bomba follows are going to have unbelievable. This is going to be from where, from from where Dixon, Burton, uh, Moore, Armstrong, to Hart and um, Bomba. They're going to have great seasons. That that seven is going to be great. Now everybody else, I'm not saying they're not going to have great seasons. I'm saying they're not going to look like them. That seven is going to be estimated to most 10 points a game from 8 to 19 points a game is what you're going to see that 7 do all season, all season. And not saying somebody ain't going to bust 30 because somebody could do that. It could be some, but that is the range of those 7. And they have a, dang, that is dangerous to even have that 7. You you always want somebody off the bench, right? In college, in college basketball, you're looking for one person off the bench, and you're looking to be complete with a good starting five. You got seven that you can throw so many different lineups in there now. Then you look at Longino. Longino is the next guy that uh, uh, he's going to be dangerous because I'm not seeing big. I see five points a game, you know. Him and, and four points a game from Housing, but it'll be games they can hit double figures on you because you forget Housing can hit 40% from three and get you, and it's capable of getting you 20 points. You forget Longino is capable of getting you 20 points. You forget those two. You're going to forget, and you get uh, Archie Yakino is capable of getting 10 points on you and with him because now he's deep into the um, notion of scoring. He's like, you don't have to depend on him to be a 
your sixth or seventh guy anymore. When you put him in there, he will be totally forgotten because of the lineups and the people that are around him in the lineup. He will always be the fifth most talented player. And that's not saying bad. It's just like a lot of great players. And he knows it like everybody knows it. He also he always be the fifth most talented player on it on, on the floor that you're looking at. Right. But he still can get you and he still can burn you. He still can. You're going to see a guy that can hit three point shots. who can hit floaters who can drive to the hole and you're going to forget about him. And this is why it's going to benefit for him because he's not at all at at all going to be looked at. But that's the guy you, you, you're at least expecting to have those big games because of the other guys with the ball. But he's also a guy you can't leave open and they're going to forget about it. Trey Patterson, they, they need front court help. This roster I just said with, with Dixon and the, look, they're going to need Hakeem Hart to play other positions like small forward. And they can put him in so many different positions. They need a big guy like Patterson to go in there and play defense while Hart's on the floor sometimes. They need that. They need it. They need Njoku to give Dixon a rest. They need it. I mean, where a rest? They need it. They need where to get rest from Njoku. And this is going to be when Njoku gets a lot of playing time and, and, and really able to see what he can do. You look at Bamba, Bamba can play anywhere from three to from two, from the three to the two position. You know, shooting guard is small forward. He can play any of those positions. So it's not like they're trapped at one position. Everybody's so interchangeable. So many different positions people can play. Tyler Burden, they might what do another position where another roster where you got Burden and Bamba from at the three and four, and you do a um, Eric Dixon at the five, and say so you want to switch it up and put Hakeem Hart at the one because he can pass like that if you if he learns their playbook. Or if you put Hakeem Hart and, and, and Mark Armstrong, put them both because sometimes Mark Armstrong can play off the ball. So sometimes you can put Trey Patterson at the one. You talk about a guy that can rebound and be athletic. People are going to realize how good Trey Patterson is. I, I'm not. I can't wait until he gets in and gets to get his time. But Hakeem Hart is going to get his time, man. and then Hakeem Hart is going to get more time in between subbing in the, the four and the three, but Patterson is going to be seen more and getting roles now because they're going to want Hart and guys like that to score. It's a possibility. You, you can see it's a possibility. You can see everybody average from 12 to 14. Like you just see everybody across the road being effective and efficient. And the highest guy might average 14 or 15, might be more. And you might have just, what, 13 from Tyler Burton, everybody around 12. And it it could be like that. It could be like that. But the way these guys score is going to be real hard to just keep them from scoring around 95 points a game, from between 90 and 95 a game. It's going to be real hard to stop this team with these type of scores because every time they got to go down and answer you on offense, there's somebody they can give it to. So it's different. It's it's crazy right now. Um, Will Riley just talked to him. Good kid, real good kid. Um, I'll be having an interview with him coming soon. Uh, Sanaya Green was offered also by Coach Dylan. There, there they go working on the twenty twenty six class. It, Dylan is just 
it's different with women's recruiting, man. It's getting fun in women's recruiting, man. There's so many different athletes. Like, the women's game is evolving, man. It's time to start seeing some dunking soon, but that's happening. I just think it's so many good athletes, smarter girls, and then they talking crap to each other. Then they they making rivalries. And Tanaya Green is good. She's good, man. Um, you'll hear uh, more about her. So it's a couple of uh, interviews I got coming. Um, a couple of NFL draft room things I got going. But we'll get on that back. But, yo, I'm out of here, y'all. Just wanted to give y'all a quick break and just talk about Villanova and, you know, Afonso Kukuz, a new commit. Um, This team, I just can't wait to see this football season break out. I'm really, really on that. Um, who's the quarterback? I'm about to find out more things. What? Uh, I just want to know more things. There's a lot of good competition going on, man. Jaquan Allen, man, I'm really anxious to see him get down this season with Pringle and Hayek. Always been big on him. Can't wait to see Johnson and Pothwell catch the football, man. Where, where are we at? Two, three-star, you know, athletic. Um, this is going to be a good team. A lot was left on the field last year. So, so I'm out of here, y'all. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. I'm out, y'all. Follow the leader.